A warm welcome to Fizzball Inside, the weekly podcast magazine of the International Fizzball Association. I'm IFA President Jörn and co-host is our Secretary General Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Jörn. Jörn, this episode number five of our podcast was recorded on the 26th of August 2020. We talk weekly about what's going on in the world of Fizzball. Our today's topics are the International German Gymnastics Festival next year in Leipzig, United Through Sports Virtual Festival, and in our new category, Fistball History, the World Champs in Namibia 1995. Yes, um, but first let's talk about the last week. And you have been to Bozen, I heard. You played uh, the Austrian Bundesliga in Bozen. How was it? It was great uh, to meet the friends from Uh, Bozen from Bolzano again uh, and to be part of the team uh, and of course uh, we won 4-1 to one against Bozen so it was a very important victory for my team with Gekreskirchen Pötting uh, but much more uh, we enjoyed it a lot uh, to be back on track and uh, meet the friends in, in Bozen again and have a good time with them. Jörn, uh, where have you been last weekend? Oh, I spent my weekend in the city of Leipzig. You know, next year we will have the big international, or we hopefully will have the big international German gymnastics festival, the so-called Turnfest. And that includes... Uh, Yeah, in the the English version, it's it's hard. It might be new. Uh, you might be not familiar with this. It's two x two fizzball, or if you name it orally, it's two on two fizzball. The Germans would say Kleinfeld Faustball Weltmeisterschaft. So it's a team by two, and uh, in a few days we will publish the details. But I already have heard that many of the German fizzball fans are looking forward to play that tournament, which is within the gymnastics. Festival and you can play the normal field-sized uh, fizzball competition and also this two-on-two fizzball tournament. But um, by the way, Chris, did you know that we already had more than 400 downloads of our podcast in the last 30 days? Is is really cool. That's incredible. And I've checked the figures. Uh, we have uh, listeners from all continents, from Hong Kong, from Argentina, United States, Chile, Brazil, Italy, Croatia, Denmark, Australia, and of course, Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Uh, that's really great. That, that's awesome. Uh, I'm really impressed and uh, best regards to all our listeners all over the world. And you know what is really interesting? I found that we have the largest community of listeners in the city of Lilienthal in Lower Saxony. Nearby 10% of our audience comes from there. So, uh, of course, I googled a little bit Fisbol and Lilienthal, and it showed me Birte Lilienthal as a result, a female Fisbol youth trainer in Offenburg, which is probably not the right result I was looking for. Um, but finally, I found Lilienthal is next to Bremen. And furthermore, uh, I've seen the Fisbol club of TSV Worphausen. And Worphausen is a part of Lilienthal. And obviously, we have a very strong fan base there. So many greetings to the TSV Worphausen. Uh, really cool, Jörn, what you are looking for and what you're Googling. Uh, it's quite interesting to, uh, to hear the concrete figures. But back to our schedule, I would say. 
because in the last edition, Jörn, we added a new category, football history. History. Before we talk about a new fistball history project, let's talk about uh, to the to the last episode uh, where we talked about the 1972 fistball world championship in Schweinfurt with the world champion Peter Sievers, and we asked you to check your videotapes and archives to share with us. And I would like to specially thank Manfred Lux, the great fistball archivist from Germany, who sent us a DVD with videos from that championship in Schweinfurt in 1972, which we will share with you soon on fizzball.tv. But today we would like to talk about the 25th anniversary of the 1995 Fizzball World Championships in Windhoek. Yeah, on the 29th August, uh, the defending champion from Germany opened the ninth Fizzball World Championships in Namibia against the team from the Czech Republic. A total of 10 teams from three continents competed against each other in the World Championships, which lasted until September the 2nd. At the first time on the African continent, the competitions were played in three different venues, while the preliminary round uh, matches of Group A and B were held in Swagamond and Gobabis. The placement and final matches have been played in the Namibian capital, Windhoek. By the way, Swagamond is a city on the coast of western Namibia, 350 kilometers uh, of the Namibian capital, Windhoek, away, whilst Gobabis is around 200 kilometers east of uh, Windhoek. So it obviously has been a world championship of long distances. By the way, have you ever been to Namibia, Chris? Unfortunately, I haven't been in Namibia yet. But, you know, uh, the sports club Windhoek has been four times host of the World Cup in 2000, 2002, 2005 and 2013, as well as host of the IFA Under-18 Feasible World Championships in 2009. So maybe at one day it is time to return to Africa. Uh, but let's go back to the World Championships in that year. After the finals of the last three World Championships have seen the teams from Germany and Austria facing each other, now Switzerland and Germany met for the first time in the final on September the 2nd. Once again, the German team was able to win with a 2-0 victory and celebrated its ninth title on the ninth World Championship. It was to remain the last title until 2011 at the World Championships 1999 in Alton and 2003 in Porto Alegre, as well as 2007 in Oldenburg, Brazil and Austria crowned themselves as world champions. Yeah, may you have seen our news on our website about the United Through Sports Virtual Festival. Over 60 organizations have joined forces to unite on a digital platform where qualification events will take place between August to the end of October. The finals will be hosted in Thailand and held as a hybrid event around the world in celebration of the United Nations World Children's Day on the 20th to 22nd of November. The festival is under the patronage of the International Olympic Committee, the International Paralympic Committee, Special Olympics, Sport Accord and GIFs. Together with many other international federations, we are uniting to showcase, to demonstrate and promote 
inclusion, equality, non-discrimination and peace promotion. So the United Soul Sports Virtual Youth Festival is a celebration of our youth who will carry the torch of life for the next generations. And on this platform, everybody is equal. So that's a really cool virtual festival and everybody uh, should join it. So stay tuned for more information within the next weeks on our channels. Absolutely. And the the um, these United Through Sports Virtual Festival was also a topic on the agenda of this morning's Ames Council meeting. Um, next to others, uh, we will uh, inform you as soon as possible about uh, how to participate in that. Uh, and uh, it's really a cool thing. Be prepared to participate in that special edition. Yeah, it's already uh, time has gone and uh, it's a quarter past. So Chris, uh, for the moment and for this week, uh, that's all. Uh, I thank you so much uh, for the insights and for the information about uh, the festival. And uh, to our listeners, uh, as always, if you have any feedback, if you have any comments, just uh, send us an email to podcast at ifa-fisball.com. And don't forget, Together, Together, we are, we are fistball. fistball.